Hey, you guys. What's going on? Welcome to season two. How are we doing? Self-Interrupted is back. I really wish that we could have done... Oh, I'm Kit Costello, by the way. Hey, it's Kit Costello, host. Mm-hmm. I really wish that we could have done... I don't know. Like, when I was younger, I feel like... I remember watching Disney Channel. There would always be, like, promos. Like, next week, do-do. Hannah Montana, do-do. Tells her secret, do-do. Like, that's what I wanted for season two. We didn't get that. We didn't have the budget. Like, let's be clear. But we can pretend that we we can pretend that we did. I put out a teaser trailer actually last week. I did put out a trailer. It wasn't as dramatic as a Disney Channel one. I tell you what was dramatic though. That day that I put out that trailer, which we will get onto in a second, because it was the catalyst as to why I wanted to do this episode topic today, which is, let's be clear, entering a new era, which first of all, is just such a perfect topic for the start of a new season. But also because it's summer, I feel like everyone wants to be in a new era of themselves. And we will be talking about all of that. Everything to do with eras, my favorite eras, my favorite pop star eras. Oh, it's serious. But first, I want to talk about the reasoning. The reasoning as to why I wanted to do this episode topic today. Also, just how have you been? I hope you've been well. It's been three months since I kind of have picked up this microphone. This podcast is kind of like a bit of a cult classic. Like, if you get it, you get it. And if you don't, it's totally fine. You don't. But yeah, I'm really excited to be back. I will catch you guys up in a separate episode about what went on in those three months because a lot of things happened. But I want to do like a dedicated episode to it rather than just tell you guys in a catch-up. Let's talk about the episode structure to Self-Interrupted. Let's talk about it. I like to just say hi, you know, the formalities, you guys. And then I like to do a little catch-up, which is about 10 to 15 minutes. And then I talk about the topic. And then I give you guys a recommendation at the end of the episode. That recommendation can consist of music, food, books, films. Like, it really is endless. So it's always good to wait until the end of the episode. Ooh, a marketer, a brander, a businesswoman. But let's talk about the time I had to rebrand the second season of my podcast in 20 minutes. So you guys know that I am a branding diva. It's like an extension of myself. It is. No, it's true. There was a quite a heavy brand to season one. I really wanted to give off the vibes that I was just on my bed, just talking to you guys, but I was always glammed up, which was why I commissioned an artist to make me that but in art form. So the cover art for season one was a cartoon version of myself up in full glamour. I was in a denim dress. I had my hair done, my makeup done. I was holding the microphone on a cartoon bed talking to you guys. And the response to that was so good. Honestly, kind of better than the actual bloody podcast itself. Everyone was like, yeah, I like the podcast, but the cover art, oh, that's really good. Can you tell that I really love doing the American accent at the moment? I don't know if that was something I was doing in season one, Oh, but it's something I'm doing in season two. It's kind of jarring and I do apologize in advance. I'm sure it's just a phase. It will go away. Some may say it's even an era. So like I said, season one was branded. It had this whole like aesthetic to it. And obviously for season two, I wanted to do something better and bigger. At the end of season one, which was, let's talk about it, May 31st, I came up with the idea of doing a, oh my gosh, how do I even explain this without it sounding absolutely, utterly ridiculous? I was going to be on a train for the cover art of season two, which sounds really ridiculous. But if you want to get involved, you guys, you can go over to my Instagram at kit.costello, go to the announcement post of season two and see what I'm talking about. Because we did that. The cartoon version of me sitting on a train with a microphone in hand, laptop on 
the tube seat. Oh, I was on the tube actually, the subway, you guys, the subway. And I had multiple awards next to me. So let's talk about the awards. Um, You guys may know that in season one, I would start every episode by saying that I had won multiple arrays of awards. I'd be like, welcome back to the winning podcast. You may notice I didn't do that this episode. Oh, why is that? We'll get into that in a second. You guys need to think, at the end of June, I had the cover art for season two and season two didn't even begin until August. So I was like, what else can I do to really build this world for season two? So I decided to enlist my bestie, Emma, Emma Bradley, because she's not only an incredible singer, she's also an incredible producer. Now, I was like, Emma, okay, here's the brief. I want it to sound like you're on a train, but then once you start listening to the podcast, you kind of get taken away into like a dreamland. Because the train that I'm on in the cover art, it isn't just like the tube. It isn't just the underground in London. It's really just like high saturation pink. And I wanted the music to show that. And I wanted it to portray the beauty of the cover. And Emma did that. So we now have the cover art. We have the music. What's next? Oh, I'm going to send out PR packages to the people that have told me that they really enjoy the podcast and my friends. So I decided to make custom stickers. custom posters and custom little bookmarks to send out to you guys really who listen to the podcast so we're all caught up i've done a lot for season two three months worth of work okay yeah i just wanted to remind you guys it's three months it gets to the 26th of july 5 30 in the evening and i've posted the instagram announcement of season two along with the trailer on all streaming platforms with the cartoon cover artwork This was a historic moment in the SICU, the self-interrupted cinematic universe. You guys need to understand. So I sent it to my friend. I'm like, oh my gosh, by the way, here's the trailer for the second season of Self-Interrupted. Let me know what you think. She gets back to me and she's like, oh my God, absolutely loved it. No notes. You're great. Just wondering. You know when you say that you've won all these awards which now looking back is stupid but also let the girls have fun like if i say that i want to win an award let me believe that have you guys ever heard of manifestation anyway so my friend then says to me like yeah so just wondering when you say that you've won these awards and the fact that these awards are on cover art just wondering are you allowed to do that and i was like yeah 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 of course Look it up, it's illegal. Oh. (laughs) No. And you know that sinking feeling you get when you're like, oh, I'm in trouble. Like, you guys are on a crisis. I'm on my way. Like, that was how I felt. I'm dead serious. I was like, it's over for me. I'm going to prison. I hate, like, authoritative figures being mad at me or me being in trouble with authoritative figures. Not that I was being sued. Not that I probably would have been sued for having these awards on the cover art and in my podcast, but I was just scared, you guys. And one thing about me is that once that's in my head, I would not have been able to let it go. My friend brought this up to me at about quarter to six. I announced the podcast at half five. It's been 15 minutes and I'm just like, deep in the trenches and i'm trying to convince myself i'm like oh no it's fine like it's all good like we can change it maybe maybe we can just like i don't know change up the artwork a bit so another piece of law to add to this day is that 6 a.m this day last minute i did a photo shoot with my mum, and we took all these photos on polaroid i got i got oh my god half five in the morning on the 26th of july i was in full hair and makeup i was wearing a nice little outfit i had a bow in my hair and i was out in the garden taking photos on Polaroid with my mother. Mm-hmm, sure. 
Throughout the day, I was editing together these Polaroids, scanning them in on the printer. And as I was scanning these Polaroids in for the announcement post on my Instagram, I was thinking, oh, one day I really want to have podcast cover art that just has like a Polaroid of me. It's giving very 1989 Taylor. But I was like, oh no, I've spent so much money on this cover. I don't, I don't, obvious, it, it would be silly for me to replace that. So it's now six o'clock. I've been spiraling now for about 15 minutes thinking about the fact that I'm going to get sued, the podcast is going to be taken down, everything I've worked on is just a waste. And then I'm like, oh my god, those Polaroids. And in my head it was just like, rebrand, rebrand, rebrand. I was really just down to have the Polaroids. So ultimately, by 6.15, I had edited a new... You guys, three months of work, I just destroyed. Destroyed! Let's also not forget, I had made PR packages with custom stickers of train tickets that I had like customized. I made like purple train tickets with like all different little Easter eggs as like all the information on the train tickets. I had made stuff that was just like not really replaceable or like send backable. And I just decided, you know, let's just replace this with a random photo I took this morning on Polaroid. And you know what? It was the best decision I ever made for self-interrupted. Oh, let's talk about it. No, let's let's talk about it. Yes, I did it very last minute. The next day I really finessed the cover and I like added little glitter stars to it, etc. I'm so happy I've done that. I really love the cartoon cover art. However, comma, I believe that for branding sake as well, having a cover art that has not only my face on it, but like my kind of branding and my aesthetic just makes so much more sense. And I don't know why I didn't do it sooner. I do also like the fact that the real ones know about the cartoon cover art for season two. Like it's just a bit of like a deep cut. And also it's kind of giving like self-interrupted deluxe cover art. <laughs> it's giving like the Target exclusive vinyl. You know what I mean? That is kind of the story on the new cover art. So if you were confused, it's so fine because I would be too. This was not only a sign to change the cover art, it was also a sign that everything happens for a reason and that you sometimes need to step into a new era even when you're not ready for it. And it therefore gave me the idea to make this episode how to start a new era. What is it? <laughs> Wait, what is it? Um, how to enter a new era. And I think that's a really good episode to start off with for season two. But I hope you enjoyed the dramatic retelling of how and why I rebranded Self-Interrupted Season 2 within 20 minutes, even though it was three months worth of work. I hope you enjoyed that. I really hope you did. Let's get on to the topic of today's episode, which is how to enter a new era. And let's specifically talk about what an era is. An era is a span of time defined by the purpose of chronological or histof... Okay, bitch. Chrono... Chronologically. Oh, wait, let me start that again. An era is a span of time defined by... No, it doesn't say by. Oh my God, my dyslexia is actually kicking off. An era is a span of time defined for the purposes of chronology or histography. Histography. Histography? Is that a word? What? Since when was histography a word? I thought it was history. Histography. Okay, sure. Or histography as in the re re regal eras in, in the history of a given monarchy. I'm going to read that again and I'm going to do it clear this time. <clears throat> An era is a span of time defined for the purposes of chronology or history or his 
or historology as in the regal eras in the history of a given monarchy. Okay, why are we speaking in riddles and rhymes? Let's just... If I, if I want a definition of a word, what are we... What is this Dr. Seuss? What are we doing? As in the regal era... Girl, just tell me an era is an era. Like, I don't even know what I have to explain to you guys. You know what I mean. It basically means a period of history is what the correct definition of an era is. But I'm talking about the pop star era rather than the historical era, you know? For me, an era is like an album rollout. That's an era to me. An era can also be something that's impacted you in your life or a time in your life. For example, the time that you had a boyfriend, that could be an era. The time that you broke up with your boyfriend, that's another era. These are two separate eras. You see what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck about Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth, ginger hair. Ginger hair back in the what? 1700s? I don't know about her. I don't need to know about her. That's not the eras I'm talking about. Blessed be. The eras that are important to me, let's get onto her story. Reputation era. Oh, if you don't know what the reputation era is, click off. Reputation era, Taylor Swift, circa 2016. Let's look it up. Reputation. Taylor Swift. I'm pretty sure it's Swift. I'm pretty sure it's 2016, right? Oh, 2017. Okay. 10th of November, 2017. Something I'm trying to do in season two is be factual because something that I wasn't in season one was factual. So reputation era, if you don't know, let me break it down for you. Oh my gosh. This is just so, this is like a moment in pop culture history that you need to understand. There's so many memes. There's so much stuff that has come out of this era and it's so important. So Reputation is an album by Taylor Swift that was really bought to us because of a feud with Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. And blah, blah, blah. Someone said that Taylor was lying. She wasn't lying. But everyone hated Taylor and called her a snake. They ran her off the internet. Bless her heart. And nobody physically saw me for a year. That is in her documentary, Miss Americana. I love to use it. I will be saying it in season two. Nobody physically saw me for a year. Like, even if I haven't seen a friend of mine for maybe a few days, nobody physically saw me for a year. Like, it's funny. You just have to... I mean, can I say that without being sued? Is that okay? Like, do I have to spell it out for people? People have seen me within a year. Do you know what I mean? Like, what, what, what are, what, what can I say? I don't know. Anyway, basically Taylor Swift went into hiding for a year and everyone hated her, which was just so unnecessary. What were you guys doing? She deactivated all of her posts on Instagram. It was so major. It was also such a PR disaster, which speaking of PR disaster... Season two's opening was a fucking PR disaster. Definition textbook PR disaster, rebranding in 20 minutes. Point aside, she deletes even the profile picture so you know it's dead serious. And then, I guess it was sometime in 2017, she uploads videos of snakes on her profile. Now this is serious because you need to remember that people were calling Taylor Swift a snake. And now she's just reclaimed that. Like, oh my God, a businesswoman. Like, you can't not scream. The first single off of her sixth studio album was Look What You Made Me Do. The music video has all these Easter eggs. She's surrounded by snakes. And it was like, at the time, the most viewed video in 24 hours. You want to talk about an era? 
reputation is an era it had such a pop culture impact that people fully say like i'm in my reputation era right now i actually was doing a bit of research for this topic on tiktok my main source of research of course i look up like how to step into a new era there were so many videos of people explaining how to be in your reputation era which i found really funny and some of the points were like you need to dye your hair the exact opposite color you can't speak to any of your friends you have to delete all social media posts you have to be cryptic i was like you guys this is so unserious to be in your reputation era you have to dye your hair a different color taylor swift was going through a major crisis in her life and all you guys take away from it is you guys have to dye your hair platinum blonde i love it i fucking love it it's camp anyway speaking of eras i got taylor swift era tickets i can't believe i didn't bring this up sooner how embarrassing. It was so much fun. Sorry, if you didn't get Eras tickets, I'm so sorry. Bless your heart. I had the most fun. Me sitting at that computer, waiting in line to get those tickets, hearing that little doon doon doon, it's your turn next, telling my friends I got tickets for them. Oh, I was having serious fun. I'm so excited to go and see Taylor. She is the diva that knows how to do an era. But what are the eras in my life that I need to tell you guys about? Blonde Kit era 2021, which was very reminiscent of Ariana Grande's Sweetener era 2018. It's so embarrassing because I was trying to be in my reputation era so fiercely. I think I had a YouTube channel at the time and I didn't post anything for two months. Nobody physically saw me for a year. Came back blonde and I did like this like explanation on my channel. Oh my God, it's so embarrassing. No, true. It's actually quite stressful. I was like, hey guys it's ah! i was like hey guys it's kit i haven't been on this channel for a while i just found that i just kept looking at the analytics and i wasn't taking serious now imagine that monologue and <laughs> the only video footage was me posing fiercely with my blonde hair it was me like doing model shots because i wasn't signed to an agency yet and i was fiercely trying to get signed i was like looking dead into the camera with like my arms above my head and in the background it was like yeah i was slightly depressed for two months but i'm back what were we doing who allowed me to dye my hair platinum blonde and it wasn't even platinum blonde it was a sexy sweet piss yellow like it was not blonde another infamous era that i've talked about on this podcast while i was going through it kate costello february autumn slash winter 2023 fashion week flop era it was a breakdown i don't think i really i did i've talked about this so much it was that famous time that i had that london fashion week casting got rejected for the first time and broke down about it so unserious girl pick yourself up and go to the next casting what are we doing this era was so monumental in my life because I had just got my hair cut into a bob and I could not do, for the life of me, my famous Kit Costello updo, which is just like a slick bun or now it's just like a slick ponytail. I couldn't do that. So I was lost. Overall, that was probably the floppiest of my flop eras. I think I was also going through a lot at that time with work modeling i wasn't getting that many jobs and to be rejected from a job that i had previously i'd gotten every single casting that i had applied for or whatever for london fashion week and this one i think just you know slapped me back down to earth rightfully so like girl you're in the modeling industry now what era am i going into next slash which one do i want to be in right now my bose stars and reading books entering season two of self-interrupted era is the next one on the agenda as you can tell just purely from the cover art of season two i'm wearing a bow i have my stars because i'm reclaiming my stars 
I guess I should like give a brief synopsis of why I'm reclaiming my stars. I got a tattoo of a star, hated it when I first got it, fell into a deep depression and couldn't look at it and couldn't look slash use the star emoji for about two months. It was so deeply concerning because stars, first of all, the star was on my body forever and I now hate stars. Like that's so bad for me. So I'm very much in my reclaiming that time for the lack of stars that I had used. With my bow era, which I'm loving, I got bows from Amazon, these like massive bows. One of them is on the cover art of season two. I'm also in my reading book era. I was sent a book by an ex-model. It's a novel and it's really bloody good. I am only one chapter in, but it's great. Obviously I'm entering season two of Self-Interrupted, very self-explanatory. Self-Interrupted season two has started easy. Those are three iconic eras to me. Blonde Kit era 2021, Kit Costello February autumn slash winter 2023 fashion week flop era, Bose stars and reading books entering season two of self-interrupted era. Now let's move over to how to enter a new era. It's really interesting. I think there was like a trend on TikTok for a while where people were saying, I'm in my this era. I'm in my that era. But I really think that it's become like a staple in people's lives where every now and then, if they're flopping, if they're feeling good, they're like, oh, I'm in a new era right now. It's almost like you're in a new season. Entering a new era of your life could mean multiple things. It could mean that you're sad. You've gone through a breakup. You're flopping. But it could also mean that you're leveling up yourself you want better mental health, or you want to focus on certain aspects of your life. Entering a new era is actually really fun because it's almost you taking control of your life. You saying, actually, I don't really like how this is going for me right now. I want to shift the gears. But you could also say, I'm really loving my life right now. How can I make this better? How could I level up even more to get the most out of my life? Because I know there's going to be people out there, you guys... If you're old, give it a break. No, I'm joking. But like, I'm so tired of explaining everything. Like, everything. Why am I on Bumble? Which I do want to do an episode about dating apps. You guys, I'm on Bumble. And I had to explain what coded meant. He was like, do you prefer dogs or cats? And I was like, oh, I like dogs, but I think I'm more cat coded. He was like, what does that mean? I was like, for fuck's sake. Why do I have to explain everything? Like, do I have to do this? And he was like, cat coded. What does that mean? You sound crazy. Okay, you said you like Winnie the Pooh. Your favorite character is Eeyore. Maybe you're Eeyore coded. This is so random out of context. <laughs> but I'm going to talk about that in another episode when I talk about dating. I'm just tired of explaining everything. And everyone taking everything so literally. Obviously, this is not that serious. If you're in a new era, like you don't have to tell the whole world about it. But it's fun. It's camp. It's for the girls. And I bring it back to me saying that I've won awards. Why can't I say that I've won an award every now and then? Even though it is illegal. Even though it is copyrighted. Let me live my truth. And honestly, something I love about our generation, let me talk about it real quick, is that we don't take ourselves too seriously. Like, yeah, I said that I'm in my sushi era because I just had a packet of sushi. Now what? Because if I said that to someone of an older generation, like I was saying, they'd be like, what do you mean you're in your... You know how people fought for eras back in the day? Shut, shut up. We're having fun. If I'm in the deep mother of the trenches, I'm going to say I'm in my trenches era. Going to make fun out of myself a little bit. Like right now, listening to this. What era are you in? Because it is kind of inspiring. Like you don't want anything bad for yourself. So why would you say that you want to be in your trenches era? Like no, no one wants to be in their trenches era. Get out. So evidently... 
entering a new era is actually pretty simple. You can just say to yourself that I'm in a new era because of X, Y, and Z. But depending on how seriously you take that era, that is when the effort has to be put in. So for your sake, I have split the idea of eras into three subcategories. First, we have aesthetic eras. This would be reminiscent of Kit Costello, Blonde Era, circa 2021. This could be inspiring. It signifies a new star. It's pretty easy. However, it can be expensive. I'd give her an eight out of 10. The next subcategory would be the mindset shift era, reminiscent of Kit Costello, February, autumn slash winter, 2023, fashion week flop era. This one is more time consuming. You kind of have to lay out your life and your lifestyle, see what's working and see what isn't. Something about this kind of era, a mindset shift era, is that you have to realize what isn't serving you. Because like in my Kit Costello February autumn slash winter 2023 fashion week flop era, I kind of knew already what wasn't working. It was the short hair. It was the lack of confidence with my new look. I knew that wasn't serving me. I needed to recognize and realize how to change that moving forward during London Fashion Week castings. My next point would be to try and distinguish those underlying anxieties, which could be a hairstyle, which could be money. They're not necessarily at the forefront of your mind, but you are somewhat thinking about them subconsciously and it's adding to your anxieties, which again, the mind shift comes back in. You're trying to lay all of those anxieties out and you're thinking, okay, well, I'm having anxiety about my hair right now, which seems kind of silly because I can just come up with a new hairstyle. Bang, done. I'm anxious about money right now. Well, let's try and budget. Let's stop buying clothes frivolously. Let's stop buying the most expensive food in the supermarket. The next step in my mindset shift era is that it's important to know that it doesn't happen overnight. Some of these eras, much like the aesthetic era, you could dye your hair and get to stepping the next day. A mindset shift, that's a lot of work. The next point is a warning. It can be overwhelming. If you're laying out your whole life basically in front of you, seeing what works, what doesn't, who is serving you, because it's not just what is serving you. It could be people in your life that are dragging you down in that point of your life that you just have to say, go get out of here. What are you doing? Who invited you into my life to ruin it? Because quite frankly, I've laid out my life and everything seems pretty cool except for you. You know, it can be overwhelming when you realize that there's like maybe a couple of people in your life that aren't serving you anymore that you don't want to surround yourself with. You also need to be aware that the mindset shift era can include all three subgenres of eras, which is serious. Like this is a 10 out of 10 era to be in, but when you're in it, oh, it's giving a flop. It's giving zero out of 10. You're you're having to cut people off if you want to, if you feel that's necessary. You're having to reshift your life. You want to talk about stress? Imagine reshifting your life for an era. But onto a lighter note, let's talk about the final subcategory of era, which is the side quest era. This would be reminiscent of my Bose stars and reading books entering season two of self-interrupted era. It's chill. We're doing stuff on the side. This isn't my life's work. We are chilling. I've reclaimed my love for stars. I'm wearing bows in my hair. I'm doing my podcast. Baby, I'm reading books. It's hobbies, like we're getting back into the hobbies, girls. Like it's not that serious. It can literally be as simple as saying, oh, I love wearing socks at the moment. I'm in my sock era. Like this era is a straight 10 out of 10 because it's so unserious. You get all the perks of being in a new era because you feel inspired. And you also get to say to your friends that you're in a new era. Christ, I hate how much I've said era this episode. 
each of these subcategories are important. I think especially the one that I want to focus on the most is the mindset shift era. When I was having the Kit Costello February Autumn slash Winter 2023 Fashion Week flop era, it was like a, a bit of depression. It felt really hard that I was going to be able to get out of that. Having a word with yourself and being able to kind of like take these points on that, yeah, you have to lay out your life and you do have to realize what is serving you and what isn't serving you. You do have to have that kind of talk with yourself and recognize that because that is really the only way that you're going to be able to move on. For example, imagine if I had stayed in that position. I'd come away from that casting. I had not got the job and I changed nothing. I didn't decide to feel inspired again. I didn't decide to change anything about myself. I would just shove that under the carpet and continue to be depressed. One thing about me is I'm not going to let something go. And another thing about me is that I love an era. So I am going to point out the fact that I'm in a flop era and that I can like come back from that. You can come back from flopping. I'm dead serious. I know that sounds so ridiculous to say. Something again that I love about eras and I know that they're not that serious I know that me doing a whole episode on eras is actually so unserious of me it's just a really good way to reclaim yourself in a way and reclaim stuff that you love about yourself for example bows and stars like little things like that and you get to kind of capitalize on this moment of your life and you're like oh yeah I really like that right now maybe in, in two weeks time I could hate bows but right now, motherfucker, I'm loving them. In terms of the mindset shift era, the most deep one of all of these eras, it's really just about you. It truly is just about you and your person and realizing that you're the steerer of your ship. You're the only person that can tell you where you're going. As much as other people can inspire you, as much as other people can tell you what to do, you're the only person that can get yourself out of a bad time in your life because you know what makes you happy and you know what's making you sad. And I think sometimes it's hard to face those kind of problems and to work them out because a lot of the time, if you're in your flop era, sometimes you become complacent and you're like, I just, I don't even have the energy to get out of this. But trust me, it's so much better once you start working on yourself and once you start coming out of that place. Because you'll come out of it and you'll look back and you'll realize how dark it was. When I look back on that flop era that I was in, first of all, I look back and I'm like, it wasn't that serious. But second of all, I do look back and I think, I fully wanted to end my career because I didn't think I was good enough. Because it wasn't only that I wasn't getting a job. It was the fact that I thought to myself, I'm not good enough for modeling anymore. I don't deserve this career. I don't deserve this job. I need to stop. I don't think back then I was thinking in terms of eras, but if I was, oh, I would have been unstoppable. Oh my gosh, let it be known. It's just a way of picking yourself back up. And that's why I truly love eras so much, as much as they are somewhat of like a joke, slightly unserious. I like the way that our generation has kind of coined this excessive use of eras. It's also a nice way to share it with your friends as well. It feels a little bit less intimidating. If you say I'm in my climbing out of the trenches era, your friend knows exactly what you're in and they've probably been in that too. So it's nice to be able to share. I don't know. I think it's fun, you guys. And the people that don't get it, don't get it. And the people that do, do. And if you don't get it, try and get it because it's a lot of fun. Now, before I go, I do have a recommendation 
like I will have every single episode. And today's is a song. The song is by Ice Spice, one of my favorite rappers. The song is Gangsta Boo. Oh, a baddie gonna get what she'd like. So what's your sign? Cause I like you. Got a place we can stay for the night, but I'm too shy to invite you. That's a lyricist. I love that song, running to it on the treadmill. And you guys know me, when I'm running on the treadmill, I'm dancing, I'm clapping, I'm having a great time. However, now that people from universities are starting to come back home and go to the gym in the village, it's not just, my gym used to just be like middle-aged women and middle-aged men, which was so nice. Now it's just hot people from university and I'm like, what are we doing? You guys go home. I'm trying to run to Ice Spice on the treadmill. Like, can I live? There is a really cute guy at the gym and we do keep looking at each other. But you know when you're like, are we looking at each other? Or am I looking at you and you're looking at me concerned? Do you know what I mean? He has like a mullet. He has tattoos. Ugh. Don't make me scream. Anyway. No, let's talk about it. You are not. And I repeat, not. Not that he has, but do not come up to me if you have any kind of romantic feelings about me, don't ever come up to me in the gym. Because I've just ran 5k on the treadmill. You think I'm smelling good? You think I'm smelling good? Yeah, I had a shower. But when I'm running on the treadmill, I've been sweating. I've been running for 20 minutes straight. And you have the nerve to come up to me. Hey, what's going on? No, I rebuke. Anyway, Maybe I'll go into a whole episode about the gym and gym etiquette because I have a lot of things to discuss. I mean, I do say gym etiquette and then I am the one that's running, clapping and singing on the treadmill. So I don't really know where I stand, but you'll find that out in a separate episode because we can't be talking about this, this episode. This was purely about eras and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please make sure to rate the podcast on whatever streaming platform you are listening to it on. You can follow me on Instagram at kit.costello. You can follow me on TikTok at kit.costello. You can peruse my website, kitcostello.com. I got that domain. She's branding. She's branding. It's true. I really appreciate you listening to this episode of Self Interrupted. Thank you so much for joining us or coming back for season two. I'm sending you so much love as always, Kit. (laughs) 